You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. One of the ways we earn so many points and miles is by opening up business credit cards. If you're thinking, well, I don't have a business, keep listening. We're going to show you just how easy it is to get a business credit card and how you probably have a business that qualifies you without even knowing it. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. In today's episode, we are going to be talking all about business cards. So business cards are a crucial part of each of our credit card strategies. And they have been even since before we started this Travel Hacking Mom business. So we have all been getting business cards for years And I think you are going to be surprised at how easy it is to qualify for a business card. So let's get into it. Pam, talk about why we love business cards so much. Anybody who's in this game has got to seriously think about getting business cards. You're only going to go so far without them. It is just incredible what they can do to enable you to get more points and miles. One of the things I love most about them, though, is that they don't count towards your 5 and 24 status with the exception of a couple types of business cards. What are they? They they discover and... Capital One. Capital One? Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, for the mainstream cards that we talk about, the ones that we get, they don't count against your 5 and 24. So that means at one point last year, my husband and I were both over five and 24, the horrible chase five and 24 real. And for a lot of people, you would, you know, we could go to get some more cards, but it would take us longer to get back under five and 24. We could get more Amex personal or Capital One personal. But instead, we got more business cards because they don't count against your five and 24. So we kept getting points just by getting business cards. So that is one of the things I love most about it. So they don't count against your five and 24. And just in case if someone's like a new listener and you're not sure what Chase 524 is, Chase has a rule that they won't approve you for any of their cards if you have been approved for five or more personal cards from any bank. So if you've opened a Target credit card, a Chase Hyatt card, maybe you've opened an Amex Delta card, those are all going to count towards your five card slot. So Chase has some of the best cards, so we do not like getting locked out of Chase. So, yeah. Exactly. And so it's really nice. Lots of times people will ask us, which card should I get next? I'm at 4 and 24, and they're scared to go over that 5 and 24. Well, it's really nice. If you have a business, you can start getting some business cards for a while. And that's one of the reasons I really love them. Another reason I love them is, like I said at the beginning, it means that we have so many more cards to open up. It opens up a litany of other credit cards that you can get. And that just means that we're going to get way more points and we're all about way more points. 
And some of these cards have some really high welcome offers. They have offers usually that are higher than the personal cards. So you can get 75,000, 100,000, 150,000. I've even seen a couple of times where business cards have a 200,000 offer. So you're just really opening up the door to a lot more points. And you know what that means. A lot more travel. And just some, I, we've all gotten messages, DMs, or emails from people saying, I want to travel hack, but I don't want to open business cards. Can I still do it? And I'm always honest. And I say, yes, you can still do it. You can still travel hack. Absolutely. And just open personal cards. But you have to accept that you are not, you're just not going to get as many points. Like it's, the math is not there, you know? So if you don't want to get business cards, that's fine. But you have to be okay with being a little bit more limited in the number of cards you're going to be able to get and then the amount of points that you're going to be able to get. And maybe you're only traveling once a year and you don't need that many points. You know, of the three of us, this is our job. We travel a lot. We need a lot of points and miles. Maybe you don't need that many points and miles, so you're fine. But I just want to say, yes, you can totally do it, but you can't be looking to us and saying, I want to get as many points as they do because we all open a ton of business cards. And we've been doing it from the beginning. It wasn't like, oh, now we have a business. We have an LLC. Now we can open business cards. We were doing it before we had an LLC, before we were teaching anybody how to travel hack. So don't think you can't do this because you can. And we're going we're gonna to explain how you can. Right now, actually, Jess is going to tell you how you can qualify for a business card. Yeah. So I actually didn't open a business card for maybe the first year when I first got started because I was a little bit hesitant. Because I was like, I don't have a business. I don't have any employees. I don't have an EIN. I don't have a registered business. But the more I learned about this, the more I realized how easy it is to qualify for a business card. So any side hustle you have will qualify you for a business card. We are going to link our blog post in the show notes about this. We have a blog post all about how to qualify and even how to fill out a business card application. But basically, any side hustle qualifies you. So my very first business for business card purposes was selling my daughter's old clothes and toys that she had grown out of on Facebook Marketplace. So I think most people sell used things. You know, I, I feel like that is a very common business for people to have. Some others are like, if you do any sort of tutoring, if you do any sort of coaching, if you are a photographer, if you're a pet sitter, if you drive for like Uber or DoorDash, if you are part of like an direct sales that would qualify you for a business card also. So these are just a few examples. There are so many that can qualify you. As you said, you don't need an EIN number. You can apply as a sole proprietor using your social security number. So I think when all of us started opening business cards, that's what we did. We applied as sole proprietors using our social security number. So no business registration or anything like that necessary. And then when you're filling out your application, if you're applying as a sole proprietor, then your business name is just going to be your legal name. And your for your income purposes, like even business card applications still ask you for personal information like your income. And so you can use your combined total household income there. So like if you are a stay-at-home parent, 
and your business is direct sales, you can put your combined household income, you and your spouse or partner, on that personal information of the application. So I think those things just scare people away from applying for business cards, but it's not, I think people just overthink it, you know, and it's it's like, it's not, it's not as complicated as you think. It's not as hard to qualify as you think. And it's worth a shot. Yeah, I, I totally the, agree. I think the biggest mistake that I've heard about with people not getting approved for one is that they forgot that there's an area where you do the combined total household income. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if they're only making $200 a month on their little business, that's not going to be sound too good. But that's fine if you do that. But under your total household income, you're putting the income that you have along with your spouse or partner. So that's just a really important thing that Jess said is that just be sure to add that total household income, not just the income that you're getting on your business. Yeah. And another thing, too, is there's a lot of people who will they'll apply with their social security number. They'll do that right. But then they'll make up a name for their business. They'll be like, okay, like I do Facebook markets play, marketplace sales. So I'm going to put like Alex's sales. And you don't want to make up a business name. You just need to put your first in your legal name, first and last name, or else you get into issues where they might ask you for more details to verify your business. And if you just use your legal name, you are going to be, it's just going to make it easier for you. And that's not to say they ask you for more information. Don't stress out. You can totally still get approved for the application. Even if you don't have that information, there's ways to get it. So yeah, it's, None of it is as scary as it seems. There's a, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> All right, Alex. So tell us about how you got started with your business. Yeah. So my first business was eBay sales. There's no like box on your business card application where you check eBay sales, but there's drop down menu. So you just choose the thing that sounds most like what your business is. So I did eBay sales and I am a rule follower. And this was, you know, I think I started getting a business card within a few months of travel hacking because they had some really good bonuses. And I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. So what I did, though, is it worked out great. I was approved, but I put down. So I did the eBay sales, but then I actually went on to eBay and started selling a few things because I was like, Okay, I've, like I had already sold a few things in the past, but I was like, okay, I'm going to sell more stuff. Not that the bank's going to know if I sold more stuff. I don't need to like send them like my eBay sales sheet or anything like that. But just like for my own like comfort, it just felt nice to be like, okay, here I am. I'm really selling stuff. I felt better about it. But now obviously I use Travel Hockey Mom as my business. My husband doesn't have his own LLC or anything like that. So his business, which I actually stole the idea from Jess, is his business is he's like independent artist. So he does, takes photographs and videos of me on vacations. So he helps out with the travel hacking mom social media. So definitely not an official business. It's just something that works for the business card applications. But I, before that, I just had him use Facebook Marketplace. I even once used for an application for him, like coaching soccer. He coaches my kids soccer. And I'm like, well, this is a losing money thing because he's like buying treats for the kids. He's got to buy soccer balls. But I was like, you know, he's spending money. 
he may not be making money, but he's buying buying stuff for this. So and even that worked. So like we said before, like it's not as difficult as it may seem. So mom, what about you? Well, actually, when I started applying for business cards, I actually did kind of have a real business because my son-in-law is a pediatric dentist and he was having me do some marketing for me, for him <laughs> and paying me for that. And so I was, I think I did orange marketing and I do not very much at all of that anymore, but I still keep that business so I can get more than one type of business card. So I now have Orge Blogging. That's since I write most of the blog posts is my primary and I still have the Orge Marketing. So that enables me to even get more business cards. And then for my husband, when he retired, he still consulted in the wood industry. So his is Orge Consulting. But I'm thinking he needs to be the, what do you guys call it? The, your husband's do? Independent artist. Oh, I think he needs to be an independent artist for me too, because he does take pictures and then I can get even more business cards. So that's what, that's what we've done in the past. But I've talked to some of the people that, some of our readers and asked them what some of their business are, have been. They have some really creative ideas. So one guy has season tickets to some sporting events. And so he resells those tickets from time to time, and that's his business. I love one of my favorite ones ever that I heard was a woman said that she applied as a dairy farm for her business, and they have one cow. And I'm assuming it's probably the family cow. (laughs) But she got approved. And then there's people who have multiple chickens and they sell eggs here and there. And I'm sure they're not making a killing on the eggs that they're selling, but that has been a business for a lot of people. So it really doesn't have to be this business that most people think that they have to have where you are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. You've got multiple employees and you have, you know, this big tax accountant. And so it's, it's pretty easy. So So it's so easy, in fact, that I'm going to share with you three steps on how to create your own business. So this is what I think is the easiest business to do. So first, step one is to find a couple of old things around your house that you don't need anymore. Step two is to list those items on Facebook Marketplace or another resale site. And then step three is just congratulations, you have a business. So if you feel like, I, I don't know, I can't get business cards, literally go do that. <laughs> go do what I just said, those few steps. And then when you go to apply on the website, you're going to put sole proprietor. You're going to use your social security number where it asks for your EIN. Your business name is going to be your first and last legal name. And that's it. It's easier than you think. So I know there's probably some questions out there, though, so we are going to go over some of the business card most frequently asked questions that we seem to get from people. So first of all, Pam, how about you answer this one? What if I don't see my business listed as an option on the application? And you probably... We get a lot of people. Yeah. We get a lot of people who are like, I'm trying to apply and this is what I do, but I don't know what to choose. So what's your advice in those scenarios? Really... 
look at the drop down menu, pick the ones that match the closest to what you do. And even then, sometimes I'll pick one and then you get to the second drop down menu. I go, no, that isn't it. And I have to go back and start over again. So you're going to usually have about three drop down menus by the time that you're through. And you just pick whatever matches the closest. And you heard us say that, you know, our husbands take photos of us or videos of us on vacation and that's their business. And we classify them as independent artists. Would I ever think to call my husband an independent artist outside of Chase business applications? No, but that is what I have found matches the most closely with what he does. And so that's what I have chosen. And he has been getting approved for that business for years. So I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Exactly. So... This is a huge question. One of the biggest questions we get asked all the time, Alex, is, is can you use a business card for personal expenses? Okay, so yeah, there are a lot of people who worry about this. I even have close friends who are like, oh, but I can't use that for this. You know, I got to keep my things separate. And I'm like, yeah, your your accountant probably wants you to. Like, I, I get that. But as far as like implications from the bank, you're fine. And I like to say, you know, talk to your accountant, but like ours, she's like, sure. Yeah. She knows what we do. And she's like, as long as you can keep, keep it straight for accounting purposes, you're fine. But as far as earning your points, the banks, there's really nothing to worry about there. I even was going into the bank recently to open up another business checking account. And the lady there was like trying to get me to open up a Chase Inc. business card, which I didn't because I had was already working on a minimum spend for my husband. And I was like, well, I'm, if I'm going to open one, I'm going to have him refer me to it. But she was like, you know, and it's fine. You can use it for gas. You can use it for groceries. Like, it's totally fine. And so I was like, okay, well, if the Chase banker is telling me that I can use my ink business card for my groceries and my gas, my personal expenses, then I don't think it gets any more okay to use your business card for personal expenses than that. So we have all been using our business cards for personal expenses from the get-go. I think everybody that we know that Travel Hacks does the same thing. And so, yes, the answer is you can. Okay, next. Jess, what are the tax implications for opening a business credit card? All right. So I am not an accountant. So this is not tax advice, but this is just how I've heard it explained and how I like to think about it is the IRS does not know when you open a business credit card. The IRS does not know how many business credit cards you have opened. So there are no tax implications for opening a business credit card. Should you report your business income? Yes, that is a completely different topic. Yes, you should report any business income, but that has nothing to do with opening a business credit card. So as far as your taxes go, there's nowhere on your taxes that you have to list that you've opened a business credit card. And like I said, the IRS does not know that you've opened a business credit card. So in my mind, zero tax implications from opening the business credit card. All right, Pam, last question. Do I need to have a lot of business income to apply for and be approved for a business card? No, Jess, you don't. 
So we have heard multiple accounts of people who make just a couple hundred dollars a month that get approved over and over again for business credit cards. Again, when it comes to the total annual income, it is important to report your total income. That's you, your spouse, you, your partner, so that if you're just making that two or three hundred dollars, you probably wouldn't be approved if that's all you're putting for a whole year. So, but the good news is that yes, you can get a business credit card with very small amount of business income. The other thing is you don't even have to have earned any income at the time that you are applying for your business credit card. I will give you an example. This is the response. If you are starting an actual business, the responsible thing to do is open a business credit card before you've ever even had any expenses for your business. And so when I started my LLC, I applied for a Chase Inc. card in my LLC's name before I ever even had any revenue from that business. And so for your business revenue on the application, you can put your projected, you know, what you think you're going to make in a year on there. They are not going to follow up with you and make sure that you actually made that amount. So that's what how I've always viewed it is you do not have to currently have any revenue and you can just put what you project to make on the application. And even like like Pam said, we have had readers get approved by putting $100 $200. So I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you to lie, but I'm telling you that like you can honestly just project what you think you're going to make. I think this is probably one of those things that stumps people the most and makes them think that they can't get a business card, but you really don't have to have much business income. I've talked to people who have put down that they make $200, $300 a year, and it's perfectly fine. When you first start out with a business, they don't expect you to have a huge income. And so if you apply for a business card, just do your best guesstimate on what you hope to earn. And if it's just a few hundred dollars or if it's a thousand dollars, don't worry about it. Put it down. You should get approved. It's not a problem. So Jess, one of the things that I'm wondering is what is your favorite business card and what is the business card that you opened most recently? Yes. So my favorite business card is the Chase Inc. Cash. And I will always have an Inc. Cash in my wallet. And then as far as my favorite that I've opened recently, it might come as a shock to a lot of people. It is actually a Hilton card. The Hilton business card currently has an elevated offer. And it's a business card. So it does not count towards 524. And it has like one of the best offers it has ever had, which is why I applied for it. So yeah, that is, that's where I'm at. What about you, Alex? I am the same. The Ink Cash is also my favorite. That's nice because when things don't fit into a category and, you know, I'm not getting my 2X at the gas stations like I am on the Ink Cash because for our Travel Hacking Mom business, we're not really spending a ton of money on gas. And so I just like being able to earn 1.5% back on everything. I don't have to think about it. It just sits there and a lot of like our things are on auto pay. The card we've opened, I opened recently was also the Hilton Honors business card. This is actually my first Hilton card I've ever opened. And I've been doing this for a while now. 
Yeah. And I opened it for a specific purpose because as a really good bonus, which trying to think when this is going to air, the bonus should still be going on. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Bonus should will still be going on. So the bonus right now is like 150,000 points plus a free night certificate. And then if you spend $15,000 on the card in the within a calendar, you get another free night certificate. And those free night certificates can be used at virtually like any Hilton property. So my plan is to get three nights at the Waldorf Astoria in Los Cabos, which we've talked about a few times. If you've been a regular listener, you know that like we've all had our eyes on that. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is the time for me to get this card. So I've been very like intentional about how and when I sign up for Hilton cards because their points just aren't as valuable on their own if you don't really have a plan. So I got that. And then I also had my husband get the Ink Business Preferred. That one, I'm planning to hit that minimum spend in a huge help by paying my quarterly estimated taxes. And that one has a, if you already have the card, you can refer your spouse to it. And I'm getting 40,000 referral points, plus the bonus is 100,000 points. So we're going to be earning a ton of points just by opening that one card because I'm referring him. So I'm really excited about that one. And the annual fee for that one is only $95. I know a lot of people are scared off by annual fees, but for me, $95 for 140,000 ultimate rewards points is incredible. Like that is a no brainer. Yeah. And then you're going to get some more points from hitting your minimum spend. So it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, you got over 150,000 there, you know, for, for $95. I mean, you could, yeah, it's, I mean, if you don't have the ink business preferred, then you might want to consider that is all I'm going to say. Um, okay, so my mom actually is, we've been, she's been having some internet issues because there's been a storm going through her neighborhood. And so her internet is gone. So I'm going to answer for her because I already know we have some notes here, what she was going to say. So the business cards that she's been opening, if you've been listening to some other episodes, are the American Express business platinum cards. She keeps getting targeted offers to get the card even though she has it and Amex has the ones per lifetime rule they keep sending her targeted offers so she's been on this gravy train but it kind of sounds like her gravy train is running out is right did she tell you that too yeah I think it sounds it sounds like they are not targeting her as frequently as they had been and so maybe Maybe it's maybe it's running out. I will say, though, that like my husband gets Amex hates me and I'm always in pop up jail and I might I don't know how I was approved for the Hilton business card. I was, but I don't get targeted for anything. But my husband is apparently in Pamland with Amex and he gets targeted all the time for the business platinum and the business gold, even though he's had them. He's had them multiple times. We have gotten quite a bit of Amex points from opening those business cards. And for me, like the Amex business cards are no brainers. They do tend to have a higher annual fee, but they also have really high welcome offers. And so, and Amex points are really valuable for us for international flights. And so we have been, we've been snatching up those targeted That's offers. That's so nice. For you him. know what I was thinking when you were talking is I was thinking, you know, my mom, you know, she's a little bit older than us. You know, she's, what, 34, 35 years older than me. 
your husband's a little bit older than you. If you guys didn't know, Justice's husband's a little bit so older. Funny. And so I'm thinking maybe Amex just likes these people with a very established credit history who are very mature and they just think you and I are a little too young for their cars. Who knows? You're like, we're... But the funny thing is, I just feel like when you have a kid and you're like, I was pregnant with you for nine months and then you came out and like all you want is your dad. It's the same thing. Like I'm the one who started the travel hacking in our family. So and true. I'm getting nothing. I totally get it. So anyways, we hope this episode has shown you just how easy it is to get a business credit card. If you want to learn more, visit the show notes where we've included a link to our blog post on how to qualify for a business credit card. In that post, we walk you step-by-step through how to fill out a business credit card application. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet-setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you. 